Wessex LMCs supporting you and your practice. Hello and welcome everybody. My name is Louise Greenwood, Director of Education for Wessex LMCs and it's brilliant to be recording a new podcast with one of our new trainers. So I'm delighted that I've got Dr. Amrita Sen Mukherjee with me today and we're going to talk about what she's going to be able to offer us going forward over the next couple of months. So welcome Amrita, it's really nice to see you. Thank you Louise, it's really great to be here. Thanks for inviting me today. So you contacted me to say you've got various things you might be able to offer us. So can you tell us a little bit about you and your background and what you might be able to offer us at Wessex OMCs? Sure. Thanks, Louise. That's a really interesting question because um, when people ask me to talk about me, I always wonder where should I start and where should I begin? Um, but I'm a, I'm a portfolio GP. I am I'm a locum GP, so I see um, patients uh, on an ad hoc basis. Um, I'm not... Um, attributed to any practice as such but I do a lot of different work um, with different hats on so I'm a medical educator at King's College London um, but the mainstay of my work these days is within the well-being sphere so I do a lot of work with um, healthcare professionals specifically with GPs looking after their well-being um, I offer webinars I offer individual coaching and also group coaching as well um, and this has primarily been based on my work that I um achieved during my master's so I've just completed a master's in applied positive psychology and coaching psychology um, with a specific research interest of post-traumatic growth so a lot of the work that I do is based on the science and the evidence that um, has been offered to me during the course of my studies during my master's and I've really wanted to offer that to other people so that they can gain an insight to how they might be able to support themselves and look after their own well-being and that of their staff as well. Okay so this quite a lot of well-being sort of stuff out there at the moment isn't there um what do you think you can bring um to staff working at Western LMCs that um they haven't seen or heard before yeah so um again a really interesting question I think that I have a unique insight because one I am a clinician um so I'm offering my fellow colleagues something that I understand might be specifically required within their working lives but not only in their working lives in their professional lives as well medics are a very interesting um breed of professional because we have different types of responsibilities and different types of burdens that are placed on us Um, and so quite often that might not be understood by other people so I specifically cater to the needs and requirements of my healthcare professional colleagues knowing the specific burdens that they might be placed under and the responsibilities that they have as well. Um, That has increased quite significantly over the last two years now I think the burden and the responsibility has always been there but I think we've now started to talk about it a lot more addressing the elephant in the room so um, that I suppose offers me my USP my unique uh, interest and understanding of what my um, delegates and clients might be going through But also my interest in well-being has been born from a very young age, um, something that my father spoke very openly about. But throughout my medical education, I have been trying to improve my understanding of how not just to support other people, but myself as well. So I've done quite a lot of training in motivational interviewing, in medical education, um, and I have a diploma in occupational medicine as well. And then I went on to study my master's. So I use these types of different facets of my own learning and academic learning to really give me um, authenticity around practical strategies that I offer people um, 
and it gives me a different insight as well because I use a different holistic um, understanding of well-being. Okay, sounds fascinating. So we, um, we're aiming this series of webinars um, at GPs, um, but anybody else can attend if they feel that would be um, useful to them. So can you tell, we're starting off, I think, um, in fact, tomorrow, aren't we, um, with the first yeah. webinar, Empower Your Wellbeing, and then we're going on, there are six um, webinars in this series. Now, is it important you attend all of them, or do they sort of build on each other? Can you talk a little bit about the individual webinars? Yes, of course. So um, there's a series of six webinars, as you've mentioned, uh, which take anybody um, attending on a journey, essentially, to support the development of their optimal well-being, um, which is something that's really unique to us all. Um, the series has been devised so that each webinar moves through specific topics so that you're building on themes as we move along. So if you were to attend all six, you'd have a very nice foundation, very good understanding of the themes and patterns that follow throughout and the golden thread that is uh, used to link all of the different webinars but if you want to attend each webinar because you're particularly interested in that subject matter that's absolutely fine as well you know it won't be um, a detriment to you not to attend the other ones um, so yes it has been devised as a package but absolutely um, you can come to whichever one you you like the sound of and whichever one you think resonates with you um, and the aspect of your well-being that you want to develop. Okay, so we start with Empower Your Wellbeing tomorrow. We go through right. overwhelm, stress and coping, resilience, yep. resilience, yeah. growth, being present. And these are all through sort of, as I say, we're starting tomorrow, we're going through April. Then we're finishing up in June with a lot, one with, I really like this title, Hope and Optimism. Yes, cultivating positivity through hope and optimism. Absolutely. It's, it's a really, really lovely topic and it's a really um, lovely way of trying to imbibe all of the different um, threads that we've been speaking about over the preceding five uh, webinars um, to embed some of that learning into strategies and movement forward so that we can encounter any difficulties that we might be having with renewed understanding and renewed hope, essentially. Um, so, yes, I'm really, really excited about being able to offer this for um, your whole um, support team in uh, Wessex. I'm really excited um, about being able to offer not only the webinars, but also the coaching circles as well that, that we had discussed earlier. Yes, now that's interesting. That's something we haven't had before. So what are coaching circles and why should anybody get involved in these? Yeah, so coaching circles are really interesting. So a lot of people have um, been involved with one-to-one -one coaching. They might have had a coach through uh, different NHS schemes um, and those provided by the LMC. But what group coaching does is it offers a very, very unique experience where you're surrounded by colleagues, by people within your own professional background, and they're able to not just gain support from the facilitator, but gain support from peer um, interactions and peer learning as well. So group coaching circles really offer um, an opportunity not just to enhance well-being, but to enhance connection and camaraderie as well um, throughout the whole five weeks uh, that we're together. But the really interesting um, part of group coaching is that it allows people to feel less isolated and feel um, less alone because quite often when we come into these circles as healthcare professionals we feel that a lot of the experiences that we're having are unique to us are individual and being able to talk about these in a group setting where psychological safety is heavily embedded actually what it supports people through is understanding that within general practice within medicine we are quite quite many of us are actually um undergoing these difficulties together and actually there's a common solution quite often um, to quite unique individual difficulties. 
And everything that um, is shared is completely confidential within that group um, is shared with you. And we are funding this from us at LMCs because we think it's really important to do get involved, to get involved in the series, the webinars and the coaching circles. But you're not going to be sharing anything with us, are you? You're not going to be coming back to the LMCs with any sort of reporting mechanisms because it's all for the benefit of the individuals. Absolutely. It's completely independent of Wessex LMC, although it's funded by Wessex LMC. Um, anything that my clients might say to me within the group coaching circles are strictly confidential between myself and the other people within the room, obviously, because um, it would be a group coaching circle. Um, I do have a few caveats, um, which I think is I think any GP, any doctor would be able to understand. And that is that um, if, if there was any sign that my um, colleagues were under distress in terms of uh, needing clinical help, then I would be signposting them to that clinical help and support. Um, but equally, if there was any sign of um, any concern at all, then I'd be discussing that with them on a one-to-one basis. But those are the only caveats that I have. It's a completely safe space for people, a completely um, open space for people to be able to talk about professional difficulties or personal difficulties without going into clinical scenarios because it's not a space to talk about clinical difficulties. Um, but it's a space for people to be able to express themselves in whatever form, however they would like to. And as you said, this is not being policed at all by uh, Wessex LMC. This is something that's completely independent. And I have had quite successful cohorts with London-wide LMC as well. Um, so I have had quite a lot of group coaching circles that have had great benefit with my colleagues within the London area. So I'm really hoping that I can offer the same to those within Wessex. So can you give me an example of somebody, because this is a lot of asking people to invest their time, even, they, even if they just go to one webinar and just attend a coaching circle. There, there is a significant proportion of their time that they're obviously not doing something else. Um, so why should someone do it? And can you give me any examples of what any of the GPs that you've had experience with before have got out of it? Absolutely. Um, so why should somebody come? Well, I think it's really important if we're, looking after other people that we actually look after ourselves. Now, quite often we will spend time reading, cycling, walking, spending time with nature, doing things that we know make us feel good. But actually, why is it that those activities make us feel good? What is it that's behind those mechanisms? And what can we do to ensure that we are building upon those activities as opposed to doing them in isolation? Because when we have intention behind our decisions, actually that gives us much greater benefit. So my um, series of webinars actually delves into those specific um, neuroscientific principles as to why things are good for us and what benefit you might derive from them. I have a very flexible approach. My approach is that Although everything that I share is based on scientific evidence, it might not be the right fit for, for some. And I'm absolutely happy for people to you know, challenge me on that and to say, you know, well, my thoughts are X, Y and Z. And then we can have fruitful discussions around that. And I think that's really um, an added benefit or an added um, dimension, should we say, of what I offer and being able to have that interaction with people and being able to have those really fruitful discussions, uh, understanding that actually no one way is the right way. We all have our own journeys. Okay, so the sorry, the webinars are obviously virtual and we're still running those. In the they are. So the coaching circles, are they also virtual or do you meet face to face? How, how are they going to be run? So the, the coaching circles are also virtual. Um, they are run on my platform. Um, and the reason we do them virtually is so that we can gain um, 
delegates from different parts of your own locality. So I know that Wessex covers quite a large area um, and I would want to make that a very inclusive offer to anybody who wanted to attend. Um, so the groups are made up of eight delegates. Um, it's a kind of first come first serve basis, but if there are more than eight delegates, we'd look at running further circles and we'd look at kind of opening that out to those who wanted to join. Um, but the reason they're virtual is because we can open them out to more people and we can find a time that's more suitable to, to more, if that makes sense. And that was really poor English, but essentially we want to be able to cater, cater to people's requirements and cater to people um, around their professional obligations. Because we have I had a few people saying, well, um, the webinars, that's great. It looks like they're great. You're not recording them. I understand it to be sensitive. But actually, 12.30 on whatever date doesn't suit me. But the coaching circles is an opportunity to do something. Is it a possibility in the evenings or at you know, a different time? Yes, that's right. Absolutely. So once... Um we have a group of people who are interested in joining the coaching circles between us we can arrange a time that is suitable so we'd go with the majority um maybe do a doodle poll which has often worked well in the past but we could do it maybe before work uh, at lunch times or in the evenings and i usually have a fixed time slot so that people um have a routine and they develop a routine throughout the five-week course but if it's something that people would like to do, we could talk about having the sessions at different times of the day so that um, it's more suitable and people don't feel that they have to carve out that particular time um, away from other routine activities that they might have. So, yes, absolutely. It's a completely um, flexible relationship that I would have with those people who wanted to do the coaching circle. And the support of, as you said, fellow professionals, support of GPs, GPs supporting each other, we've always been very good at supporting each other. But I guess through COVID, a lot of those groups have kind of fallen by the wayside and people have just haven't started them up again, haven't got time to do it. Um, are you finding that it's, it's a post-COVID thing, there's a more need than ever to get together and it isn't happening naturally as it would in the past? Absolutely. I think GPs, understandably, are so very busy with picking up with the backlog of um, all the different activities they must have to do in terms of um, COF, which has just passed in terms of making sure that immunisations are up to date and vaccinations. And it just doesn't allow people to take their professional hat off and, and just relax at work. And I'm not saying that work was a, a relaxing place prior, uh, prior to COVID. But what I mean is, is that coffee break in the morning is no longer happening. And um, that quick chat in the corridor about the weekend seems to have gone to the wayside because people are just so consumed with how much they have to do. So I'm hoping that this coaching offer within Wessex um, offers that opportunity back to people for them to just, you know, let their hair down a little bit in, in, during an hour and just be themselves and connect with themselves in a way um, that is fruitful and supportive to their own development and well-being. The one really um, specific bit of feedback, Louise, that I've had, um, which is consistent throughout all of my coaching, whether it be individual or group coaching, is that it offers people a space to really connect with themselves again. Um, they people say to me that they've lost sight of who they were and just being able to have an hour whether they speak a lot whether they are silent and we just talk about general things without really going to coaching circle um sorry coaching specific coaching discussions actually what it does is it just offers them that time to 
honour themselves and to just be um, who they would like to be without any judgment at all. Um, and so I found that that has been a really, really great opportunity for our healthcare professional colleagues. Um, the other thing that I specifically found with group coaching circles is that people say that they may not have been able to speak so openly with those who they work with in their own practice. Mm -hmm. The relationships they have within their own practice are very professional relationships and they want to keep up that um, important respect, important professionalism amongst those relationships. So I've found that actually my um, GP colleagues who've attended group coaching circles have said that actually it allows them to be themselves and allows them to be open in a way with other colleagues who are independent of their practice in a way that they would not have been able to do with those who work with them. So that's a really interesting insight that I'd like to share and which hopefully will encourage people to take up the opportunity of the group coaching circles. I like that. I think it's all about valuing yourself, isn't it? And actually, you're not being selfish in valuing yourself, but actually you're building some sort of resilience and protection. And you're going to be able, you're going to be in a better place to support others um, if you are, you know, a little bit more grounded yourself and have got that slotted through. So I like that idea of giving yourself an hour. So thank you, Amrita. That's been fascinating. Um, hopefully that has inspired people who are thinking, oh, shall I, shall I, shan't I? Have I got the time? Shall I get involved? To just get involved. Um, you've got nothing to lose. You've got a few minutes to lose and that's the only thing isn't it if you don't find it's your thing um but it's free absolutely it's free it's an hour at the most it'll be you know about 30 35 minutes of um a webinar followed by a really interesting group discussion question and answer session um a debate if you'd like to have a debate around the things that uh, are discussed it'll just be a really nice hour for you to um maybe learn some new um theories but equally to maybe share some of your own learning and your own understanding as well so you know there's nothing to lose come along come along for 10-15 minutes and I'm sure you'll want to stay for the whole session um, so I re really do um, encourage people to come and take up this opportunity um, which Wessex have very kindly offered uh, to all of their delegates. Thanks, Amrita. That's fantastic. So we'll put this podcast out, put it on the website, um, and actually people will listen to it. And if they want to get more involved, contact me. I can put you straight onto Amrita or just come on to one of the sessions. And we look forward to people getting involved in the future. Thanks so much for your time, Amrita. Um, take care, and we'll see you at the next webinar. Bye -bye. No worries. Thank you. Wessex LMCs, supporting you and your practice.